Greetings, citizens of Podcast City. I ask you to look upon me and heed my warning. As of this moment, you are all now fully aware that the following program is rated mature and is intended solely for those of the legal age to smoke, vote, and purchase pornography. If you find yourself at all easily disturbed by the harsh realities of obscene language, then perhaps you should turn back now before your mind becomes permanently stained with the wicked ways of professional wrestling. Every conceivable form of listener and viewer discretion is strongly advised. Rise and shine, my sinners. When Father Evil starts his day, he gets a little deadly. Deadly Grounds Coffee has the richest, smoothest flavor you'll find anywhere. It's sinfully delicious. Once you go deadly, you never go back. Order yours at getdeadly.com. Coffee's so good, it's scary. Beat me if you can. Survive if I let you. Thunderdome, bitch. <laughs> Welcome to Thunderdome, oh, bitch. I love that movie, Waiting. Oh, classic, classic cinema. We could do a whole show just on Waiting. Oh, yeah, that movie's great. <laughs> Except don't waste your time. If, you, if you've never seen the second one, Still Waiting, eh, garbage. Super garbage. No Ryan Reynolds, no dice, man. No. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Match 11 here at Off the Rope Tuesdays. My kid is waking up. I am the podcast kid. Joined with me, Jack Torrance and the lovely Nighthawk. How are you both doing this Tuesday night? Fantastic. How are you? I am <laughs> doing okay. Hi, Lee Ho, neighborinos. Well, hey. Another week is upon us here. Yes, yes. Always always a lot going on. More so this week with uh, the Hell in the Cell this past Sunday, which we will get to. Mm-hmm. There was all kinds of cells and hells and what forth. And hells and cells on Smackdowns and Raws and, mm-hmm. you know, lions, tigers, and bears, oh my. Oh, yes, yes. It was a uh, quite an exciting weekend. Of course, we also still have uh, Dynamite airing on Friday nights. Uh, right after SmackDown, thanks to the NBA playoffs. So pretty much ramming a whole bunch of stuff into one weekend here between Hell in a Cell, good old Crackdown, and Dynamite. So busy weekend here. 
busy, busy weekend. I'm also still behind on the rest of those uh, universe or the WWE uh, hidden treasures. There, I still want to watch that uh, Andre the Giant one. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I started watching that one and then fell asleep because it was like two in the morning. Right, that'll do. What are you gonna do? Meh. It happens. I'm old, you know. Well, that's the power of the DVR, buddy. Yeah, but I gotta clean it out. It's like ninety percent full. Oh, what do you got on there? Like Paw Patrol and <laughs> you fucking jealous? <laughs> A little bit. I mean, want... I mean, if you want my code to get into my DVR, you know, we might have to exchange some digits there, buddy. Hey, now, careful, I'm a married man. Hey, well, live dangerously <laughs> with Paw Patrol. <laughs> and some curious George. Yeah, oh, I always love me some George, dude. That man in the yellow hat, though, I don't know about him, dude. Oh, Something yeah. weird there. Well, the guy can afford a house in the city and a house in the country and doesn't work. Yeah, but doesn't ever have another set of clothes. And lives with a monkey. Always that yellow suit, man. It's like, Jer- it's like that Seinfeld when Jerry dated the girl who always wore the same dress. It's like, does he ever have any other clothes? These are the things that keep me up at night, folks. Pop says, Andre is more like a duck, and it's awesome. Right on, Pops. Well, thank you very kindly, Mr. Ghostly, for your input. Uh, like I said, haven't checked that one out yet, but got it on the old diver. So we'll give her a gander at some point, yeah. So we got a lot to get through this week. But before we get off on that, as always and usual, the Dorkening Podcast Network, keeping us afloat here on the interwebs and uh, keeping our shining, beautiful faces in front of yours. Indeed. Also, the fine folks over at Deadly Grounds Coffee. Got it. Give them a big shout out as well. And when I mean fine faces, I don't mean our faces. No, no, no. That's the middle face. face. (laughs) This one. Over meow. Meow. Nope. There. There. Guy Manley knows what's going on. He always thought Curious George had a tail. Apparently, he never did. Yes, that is correct, Guy. It's one of those little mind tricks there. I never noticed that now. Never had a tail. I can actually thank Pops Ghostly for that. He sent me some random quiz the other night, and that was one of the questions. Did Curious George have a tail? And I answered no, and I was correct. No, he had one. I don't care what anyone says. So he had one, but he just lost it. Did he lose it in a monkey fight? A monkey wrestling match? Maybe Perhaps? the yellow hat took it. Yeah, right. That's what I'm thinking. He just <laughs> lopped that thing off and made it and into a belt down? or something. Wow. All right. Mm-hmm. All a, lot right. Of, a lot of curiosity in the story of George, is there not? <laughs> there is. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, that's a tale for another time. But yes. <laughs> You did mention earlier, we got a lot to cover tonight in the world of wrestling, do we not, buddy? We do. We got recaps. We got birthdays. We got history. We got Undertaker talks. We got the our favorite play match or events that we've been to. Mm-hmm. Um, some will be going to some this year. Indeed, indeed. I think we should. I think we should attend that AEW in September. Uh, as a matter of fact, my good man Pops Ghostly hooked me up with a. Uh, a very fine post-incarceration um, gift, let's put it that way, uh, that was supposed to happen a while ago, but thanks to COVID, it did not pl- take place. So, yes, coming up in September, I believe, uh, Mr. Pops Ghostly and I will be attending AEW Dynamite up at the Aganis Arena in Boston. So It's a lull, asshole. Now it's Aganis. It? It's Aganis. Oh, that's the BU Arena. Ah, 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 fuck me. 
Price is right, you bitch. You got fucking downboard. Oh boy. Here we go. Yeah, it's on like Donkey Kong, is it not? Doesn't take long. All right, so what the hell are we doing here? Uh I guess we'll we'll go through some AEW quick. There's only a little bit of SmackDown we're gonna cover because of the hell in the match on SmackDown. With, right on, uh, right on. Reigns and Rey Mysterio. We'll dive into uh, some history for your tessellator, and then we'll dive into the hell in the cell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. three hours later, we'll dive into the topics of the night. Right? As we dive off the cell ourselves by then. Because, you know, so we're going to cut this show by an hour, and we always have yeah. an hour. And I just want to mention real quick, I dug this out of the depths today, my old Sam and drunk 24-7 shirt. I thought I lost this bad boy. He lives! So... That one's for you, folks. I feel like I should give a dollar for doing that. Well, hey, I I need some money, buddy. Time right, to start earning. All right. There we go. I found mm-hmm. the target. You can leave the PayPal in the comments. Uh, <laughs> I accept two dollar bills, no problem. You need me to dance. I am your man. So now That's onlyfans.com slash Jack mm-hmm. Yep, I'm available. Feet picks are extra. I'm a scholar. People like me. No, guy, it is not October already. We are still contemplating why Hell in the Cell was done this month and not in October like usual. Yes, thank you, guy. We will get to that in a little bit. But in the meantime, I say we fire it up with the old AEW Dynamite deposition. Yeah. Ooh, Friday, June the 18th, 2021. As I mentioned before, Dynamite still taking place on Fridays. This coming Saturday, a show will actually be on, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Or are they doing Friday again? I can't even keep up. Either way, it's not on Wednesday again. <laughs> Thanks to the M- mm. uh, NBA. Yummy. Thank you. I tried just for you. All righty. So we fired things off this past Friday night with a MMA cage fight between Jake Hager, who defeated, or Jake Hager and Wardlow. That one was actually won by Hager. Uh, with He applied the triangle submission hold after many attempts it finally worked and he put uh wardlow to sleep so that caused aubrey edwards to call it a day um this match was kind of cool but kind of dumb um they they had a couple good bumps and stuff but they, we knew they're not gonna we already knew that they weren't gonna do a real mma fight even though jake right. hager is a legit mma fighter and he's undefeated but you know, you're watching them do supposed ground and pound, and it, it it looked like crap. So, yeah, it was all right, but in the end, Jake Hager won, so that's that. Then, moving on, we had the men of the year, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page, as they beat Darby Allen in a handicap match. And at one point, Darby actually tied um, Page's boots together so he couldn't walk, and then he just threw him out of the ring so he could try and pin Scorpio. I thought that was pretty good, but uh, poor little Darby, try as he might, his efforts were not enough as Paige hit the Ego's Edge to secure the win over Darby, and I don't know if you've seen the Ego's Edge. It's basically the Razor's Edge, but instead of him falling forward with you, he just launches you, like just drops you on your head, so kind of cool looking. So overall, you know, good match, but I didn't understand the point of this. Uh, in the end, it just basically looked like they're saying, okay, so Darby needs Sting to win because that was the whole stipulation from last week. So good match, but 
I didn't see the points uh, following that. We had freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy as he defeated Cesar Bononi. Still can't, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but nonetheless, he hit him with three orange punches for the pinfall victory, despite the fact that Bononi's, Boninis, Boninis, I don't know. You say Boninis, you know. <laughs> Go for a right Simo. But either way, yeah, his little faction there, the wingmen, repeatedly tried to humiliate Cassidy throughout the match by dressing him up in their weird clothes. Like they actually took off their sparkly, like 2000 Jericho jackets and were trying to put it on Orange Cassidy. And so that was kind of weird. I don't know. Um, but, anyways, Orange Cassidy picked up the win. Uh, I this was basically just kind of seemed to me like a chance to get these guys some TV time. So, yeah, good for that. Uh, also, this week, there was big news in the world of AEW. Oh, Guy Manley says, can someone lead Sting back to the retirement castle already? <laughs> yeah, you know, hey, I, I can't argue that. But at the same time, Guy, he's giving him ratings. So I can't blame him on that front. Right. You know. But um, anywho, Cody Rhodes joined Double A on Anderson's son, Brock Anderson. Not the Brock, but... Brock Anderson, in his AEW debut bout as they teamed up to take on and defeat the duo of QT Marshall and Aaron Solo. And I uh, will say, Anderson looked pretty good. He's a rookie. This is his first big match. He's on TV and stuff, so cool for him. But once again, I'm so far beyond done with the QT Cody feud. No one cares. Uh, the big news of the week was Cody and, and um, his wife, had the baby, so we won't have to see any more things about that on Dynamite anymore. So, congratulations, Cody and Brandy. But yeah, we're done with QT, we're done with the baby. Just let's find something else to do, please. All righty, so I know it's not sounding all that hot so far, but that's a pretty decent show, believe it or not. Also on Dynamite, Julia Hart tapped out to Penelope before JR gave Andrade his first interview since signing with AEW. And in the main event this past Friday night, we had ourselves a six-man tag team contest as Matt Jackson and the Good Brothers stole one from Frankie Gazarian, Eddie Kingston, and Penta El Riaro Mido after Nick Jackson showed up out of nowhere and sprayed Penta in the face with an aerosol spray can as the ref's back was conveniently turned because we know how that always happens in the world of professional <clears throat> wrestling. And this allowed Carl Anderson to hit Penta Oriero Middle with a super cutter for the pinfall victory. And that, boils and ghouls, is your dynamite deposition. That was record fast. Well, I've been trying to trim it down, dude. I know I'm a rambler. Uh, yep. So, <clears throat> nitty gritty. Straight to the point. Uh-oh. It's almost like whatever Cody is doing is its own promotion, and it sucks. Yes, Sky, I uh, I will confer with you on that um, right now because I agree. And I know that uh, my boy Pops Ghostly feels the same way. Um, yeah, it's kind of like you're flooding us a little bit here, dude. We get, you know, you and Brandy are the Triple H and Stephanie of AEW, and that's cool. Good for you. However... We get it already. So, yeah, shoving it down there, dude. All right. So, and the QT storyline, like I said, has gone on way too long. Just nobody cares. Just end it. That's enough. Get it over. Seriously, pull that damn 
rabies-infected dog out behind the goddamn barn and blow its fucking brains out because nobody wants to see this match anymore. I mean, I look all over the interweb and what forth, and no one really has anything good to say about this feud. So you think they take that as a hint, but... It's only been, what, six weeks we've been saying that? Maybe well, longer? Probably. I don't even know at this rate. That's how frustrating this is. Yeah, yeah. We've lost all concept of time now. Once again, this is the feud that just constantly, week after week, sit, um, makes me sit here and choke on my own rage. Just nah, right. Choking on my anger. <laughs> yeah. So there's uh, my two cents on that whole shit show. Shall we dive into the one match of SmackDown that actually mattered? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roman Reigns, Rey Mysterio. Dun, dun, dun. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Sound effects. <laughs> I like that sound effect, too. <laughs> I'm probably going to get sued by Paramount Pictures now for uh, <laughs> copyright issues for Friday the 13th, so might as well get another one in. <laughs> Come at me, bro. <laughs> oh, love oh. me some Jason. So why they would ever pull this match off of the Hell in the Cell card baffles me because this one should have been on the card 100 percent. you know i remember the other day i texted you about this um and i was very perplexed by this move as well at first but the more i thought about it today after i finally watched uh the pay-per-view last night i think in a way kind of made sense because not only it helped promote the show but i don't know They've done this for the last couple of years, and I never really liked it. You really shouldn't have more than like two Hell in a Cell matches on a pay per view, because um, then it's just kind of like you're gonna take the the edge out of the match, you know, the excitement, because it's like okay, by the time you get to the third one, the fans are gonna be like, all right, so they're in here again, cool. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I you guess. know, oh, what's that, pops? DCMA is a plenty. What did I do? I don't know. What did you do? There's those voices again. I'm telling you, there's something in these <laughs> headphones, man. Something. But yeah, um, that's my only take on why this was the main event for Friday night. Um, I thought all three Hell on a Cell matches over the course of the weekend were actually really good. Um, but I think they made the right move, in my opinion. Three on one show would have been too much. So, Yeah, I get it. Um, I mean, to your point, it did hype up the the pay per view. Uh, it did help the SmackDown ratings, and you know, it brought that stock way up. Oh yeah, and it was a damn good match. Too. It was a great match. Yeah, yeah. They like Ray Mysterio took a fucking beating in that match, dude. Again, like at his age, you gotta give props to Ray, man, because he's still taking some hardcore bumps at the hands of uh, Reigns, at however old he is now. So oh, I mean. That, that just alone that that power bomb alone at the end. Oh yeah, right? Dominic, but through the table. Yeah, no, that was a great match. Um, they, you know, I like the the pace of the match, the oh the drama to it. You know, it was a lot of times where you thought, hey, Ray might friggin' pull it off. Um, so all in all, two thumbs up on my end, buddy. Did you happen to catch that match, Miss Nighthawk? I did not. 
Oh, I thought you'd be there with your Rey Mysterio mask on going, booyaka, booyaka. That's I not, know, I missed that's it. That's not how you roll. Ah, the one week. Yeah. The one week you missed it. <laughs> that's all right. Ray forgives you, I'm sure. <laughs> but overall, no, I think they they definitely held it down. They, they kept, the, like you said, the momentum, the, the flow of the match. Uh, everything was, in my eyes, was right, right on right on cue and key. So, Yeah. Yeah, I thought they uh, they did a top-notch job there. And um, I am still really enjoying this whole storyline. I liked how at the end, too, um, I know I'm going to screw this Jimmy. up. It was Jimmy that came out? It was Jimmy that came out and Jay Thank was nowhere you. to be found. Okay. Yes, and Jay. So I'm really still digging that part of the storyline and the way they've been kind of intertwining the Mysterios into it. Um, I think, as we mentioned last week, this is – this is actually, yes, not even probably, definitely the best storyline WWE has going for them right now. And 100%. So everything far, the, so good. Everything on the Raw side is just below me. Yeah, I haven't really been following Raw, but for the Raw matches that were part of the pay-per-view last night, I will say, um, aside from the whole Alexa Bliss thing we'll get to that in a bit um but i thought they were all pretty pretty solid so see maybe their stocks will rise here on raw maybe they'll get the shit together because i thought the pay-per-view overall is pretty decent so yeah i did too there are obviously some some matches that were shit mm-hmm. uh but we can get more into that when we cover the actual pay-per-view uh pops yes she is new here she's learning as she go uh, she did learn some new a new fact today that I'll let her share in a little bit. Of, uh, factoids. Yes. <laughs> it's a factoid to her. It's a reminder to us. I need all the reminders I can get. I'm, you know, a lot of a lot of resin up here. A lot of chair shots to your head in today. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Shall we dive into uh, some history before or some? How about uh? I'm going to let Miss Nighthawk take it off with her birthdays and uh, her bit of news for her. I can dig it, Daddy. Hold on. Should I be prepared? Uh, no, I had to turn the page. Turn the page. Oh, I had no idea you were such a Bob Seger fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, today, for birthdays, we have an uh, earthquake whose name I don't know. Whose real name I don't know. I should know that. Actually. His first name yeah. is John. Yeah, I want to say his first name is John. I can't remember his last name. Pops guy. If you guys happen to know this, feel free to throw it out there for us. But it wasn't John Stud. I know that. No, it wasn't Big John Stud. <laughs> well, he would have been 58 today. Huh? Uh, however, he passed away in 2006. That he did, yeah. unfortunately. I'll cross that off my news list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got to stay up to speed here. I know, I know. Because we're so good at comparing notes before we go on the air. <laughs> um, and the fun little fact that I learned an honorable birthday mention is Cindy Lauper. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. Girls just want to have fun. Right on, dude. Yeah. And Hell yeah. Definitely worth mentioning. I mean, hell, she was at uh, <laughs> the first WrestleMania there, was she not? And um, uh, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, 
She uh, also uh, had a lot of cool crossovers with wrestling. Uh, um, one of my favorite videos of all time, the her song, the video for her song, The Goonies Are Good Enough. You had Piper in that video and um, Iron Sheik and Classy Freddy Blassie and um, Captain Lou. And funny That's thing, I, I'm, I'm so glad you... Uh, oh, Pop says, also known for a while in WCW is Great White Shark. I missed the first part. That was the first part. He's dead. John Tensa. Thank you, Pops. Thank you, my boy. Pops yes. coming through. That was Earthquake. Yes, yes. Thank you, sir. But, um... Oh, boy. Here I gone and done it again. What the hell was I just doing? Cindy Lauper. Thank you. Yes. So, <laughs> this is, this is <laughs> why you're here. Bells. This is why you're here, Diggs. Thank you. Oh. Uh, so when I was a kid back in the late 80s, Reel it back. <laughs> I actually met Captain Lou. I'm I probably told a little bit about the story uh before on the show, but I met Captain Lou Albano uh at the old Toy Works in Hyannis, Massachusetts, for all of those people out there who weren't around in the 80s. Yes, we had a real toy stores back then. Uh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah. And um, so it was he was so cool. Super nice, but I was still a kid, and I, not gonna lie, I had the biggest crush on Cindy Lauper and Elvira growing up. I was convinced I was gonna, I was gonna marry either one of them, right? Yeah. So Elvira's still relevant. Yeah, I love me some Cindy, but thanks to the girls just want to have fun video. I really was convinced that Captain Lou was her dad. So when I met him, I was like, "Oh, how's your daughter?" And he looked at me like, "What?" And I was like, you know, your daughter, Cindy Lauper. And he just started cracking up. He was like, oh, she's good, pal. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my two cents on Cindy Lauper. But yes, love me some Cindy. My and, two cents uh, on Cindy Lauper. Happy birthday, Cindy. I, uh, I've actually seen her live in concert. Oh, you whore. I, I want a whore. Cindy. I went with a whore. Oh. You, you know her. Yeah, I don't want to get into nothing. All I'm saying is I'm pissed because... See, good. I you never got to see pissed. Cindy. Uh -huh. I, did. I saw it at the Melody Tent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She used to frequent the tent. Love me yeah. some Cindy. Mm -hmm. She did. The Goonies are good enough. <laughs> All right. She up. <laughs> is that your info for the week as of right now, Miss Nighthawk? Yeah. I might have missed some birthdays, but those are the only ones that I came across. So. I believe you're correct. I didn't. I actually looked up a little myself, and I did see both of those. So uh, there you go. Top notch work there, Nighthawk. Thank you very much for the birthdays. Hell yeah. Uh, you want to go? Or you want me to go? Kick it off. Take it away, Diggs. Okay. Ray Stevens, Ray Stevens, Jimmy Snuka, defeat Ricky, the Dragon Steamboat, and Jay Youngblood to win the NWA Tag Team Championship. Yes, on this day in 1980, buddy, you are correct. I had that in my notes as well. Super, super, super fly. Yeah, dude. Super, super, super fly. I was, uh, I was a nothing. Actually, so it was I was 0, 0.0 until 1981. So uh -huh. you were a zero in 1980. You were a nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was like negative 15. Yeah, <laughs> and we're officially old. Tired. <laughs> super, super, super fly. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, super fly. He was a murderer. <laughs> he was something. 
No, he really, this, they're pretty sure he killed his girlfriend back in like 84. That was the whole thing. Then he died. So, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Not even joking. But um, yes, I had that in my notes as well. Uh, one I would like to mention, if you don't mind, uh, on this day in pro wrestling history, the one and only at the time, Lionheart, Chris Jericho, defeated Pitbull number two at ECW Hardcore Heaven 96, winning the ECW Television Championship. And this was Jericho's first major singles title win in the United States. Jericho! And that was a hell of a show, too. Uh, also on the main event, Sabu defeated Rob Van Dam. Mm-hmm. That was a killer show, man. Killer you show. Know, you know what else happened at uh, Hardcore Heaven that night? Mm-hmm. That was the um, Brian Lee and Tommy Dreamer match. Ah, where he, where he slammed Dreamer through the tables from the crow's nest. From the crow's nest. Ah, good one, my good man. Yes, where yes. You see that on almost on every uh, promo video. Yeah. W is done. The um, the infamous. I mean, yeah, that was one of those images, dude, for people who weren't familiar with ECW at the time. Like, when you saw Dreamer getting choke slammed by the former fake Undertaker, Brian Lee, um, off the crow's nest, it was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. WCW doesn't do that. WWF doesn't do that. Who is this now? And, um, yeah, I mean, because... Obviously, they had me hook, line, and sinker uh, back then. That was very easy. But, um, yeah, that was a hell of a card, dude. And that was uh, pretty interesting, too. Another little tidbit about Jericho. And this is another reason why I'm forever a Paul Heyman guy. Um, he Heyman knew that Jericho was had gotten an offer from WCW at the time. He was going to be heading out like a month. And he still decided to put the TV title on Jericho, Um despite that fact. So I thought that was pretty damn cool on Heyman's part. Cause I mean, he was smart enough to realize from the get go, what a talent he had in Jericho. And that was a great thing about Heyman too, because he, he didn't give a shit. He always knew like, yeah, I have Mick Foley or I have Raven or I have the Dudleys or whatever. They're going to get offers because they're really talented. They're going to leave. And that's totally cool. Right. So hundred percent. Yep. Here's to Polly. Yes, sir. Let's see here. What you got there next there? Diggity dig dig diggity dog. Don't ever call me. Sucko. I believe I'm still in her phone as diggy diggy diggy. No, only one diggy now. Only one diggy now? You're down to one diggy. Wow. I got, I got the mode into one. You've been de-diggied. <laughs> one more. I'm fired. It didn't show the full contact and it made me mad, so. That's fair. I can I can I can support that. Mm-hmm. I mean, my phone deleted you out of my phone, so... Yeah, that's fucked up. My phone hated you for a while. Your phone's a dick. It is. <laughs> I got a new one. You can't delete her. God right? damn it. Fucking asshole. Oh, Clash. I didn't even look at... It's Roman numerals. I suck with Roman numerals. So I don't even know what class of the champions it is. Why did I... My spider sense was tingling. I actually <laughs> somehow knew you were going to screw this up. No offense. I love you, but... No, I know. <laughs> Do you know what Clash of the Champions number it is? Yes, actually, it's 19. 
Thank you. I'm like, yes. X1X, what the fuck is X1X? X1X, dude, yes. I know anything for you after Rocky V is very confusing. <laughs> well, I, got, I pull the Simpsons card. Rocky yeah. 1, 2, 3, right? 4, V, Wait. 5. <laughs> Rocky 2 plus Rocky V equals Rocky 7, Adrian's Revenge. <laughs> oh, classic. Uh, Clash of the Champions 19 aired but was taped six days prior the first and only time it didn't air live because it was revolving around the nwa tag team championship tournament i love this question miss christina babcock says if, if did, had, had wrestling attire what would he wear <laughs> Ooh, that is a phenomenal question Miss. you know what we're going to use that as a topic for next week so we can pick out our outfits and then show them and give them, send, send them to me and I'll put them on Photoshop slides and we'll display them but next week. Have you seen half the shit I wear? It could be that anyway. Yeah, yeah, you already got well, that. Half the shit you don't wear. I just look like Raven without hair most of the time. That's how I dress, really. <laughs> Christina, text me that. Text me that so I have it. So, yeah, we're dude. Again. That's going to be a topic of what our wrestling attire would be. That's a touchdown with a two-point conversion on top, my dear. Thank you. Thank you. That was fantastic. Thank you, Miss Widow Black. That's fine input right there. Yeah, so wow. There are definitely some options I can go with. Uh, that could be scary. Oh, we might have a few in mind for you. I don't know. Miss Amy? You, mm -hmm. pick, you pick your own. I pick mine. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we should leave it up to the people. What do you guys think? We maybe should? we should pick for each other. You know what? Maybe oh, there's that too. We can do that, but you have to wear yours. Mine? Yeah. What about oh, she, she pointed at me? I was like, whoa. Oh no! I'm not, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do the same thing all the time. Damn, that way. You knew what I meant. It's fine. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah. Ooh. Oh boy, this would be interesting. This one just got interesting real quick. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> what a great yeah. All right. I'm already well played. Like, well played, Black. Well played. Thank yeah. you for joining. So we're gonna get to that next week, but yes, we better not uh, let's get back on track. Let's yeah, yeah. Reel it back. Reel it back. I've already whoo, that one, that one's got me steaming. Yeah, flustered. <laughs> got me percolating over here. <laughs> All right, what do you got for? Uh, oh boy, where Clash of Champions X One? Oh yeah, so uh, wrap up that. Yeah, nineteen ninety two on this day, it was the nineteenth <laughs> WCW Clash of the Champions, which took place at the Kevin McAllister Fieldhouse in Charlestown, North Carolina or South Carolina, one of them Carolinas. I don't know, but um, let's see. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else did you? Yeah, we're pretty much through all mine, except for one in particular, which uh, I hate to uh, be a right. Debbie Downer here, man, but today has a very infamous history in the world of professional wrestling. It does. Yes, indeedly do, my friend, as today, unfortunately, on this day in 2007, Miss Nancy Sullivan, a.k.a. woman, was murdered by her husband, Chris Benoit. Probably one of the most tragic days next to Owen Hart in wrestling history. Yeah, I don't know if what I, I've never been able to honestly figure out which one is worse. Perhaps in a I, way, I say a, this one would take by a, one. Yeah, by a hair, just um, because of the family involved. Yeah, and the, you know, kids, kids, kids take it, and everything about it was just so absolutely horrible. Um, but yeah, they they 
the cops pretty much figured out that he had killed Nancy um, that Friday. They killed their son at some point that next day, and then he took his own life uh, sometime that Sunday, Monday morning time there. So, yeah, unfortunately, uh, not one of the uh, most fondest memories in the world of professional wrestling. Oh, and there is one more, though, on a little bit more of a higher note, if you will. I don't know. Maybe not for some. Uh, it was on this day in 2010 that Donald Trump sold Raw <laughs> back to Vince. <laughs> that lasted a whole week. Yep. I have I have two more on my on my list. Lay it on me. Uh, the Nature Boy Buddy Lindell was found dead at age 53. Sad to the morbid, though. You know the death side of it. I did see that earlier. I meant to mention that myself. So good call. And speaking on deaths and Owen Hart, six years ago, Martha Hart, the widow of Mr. Owen Hart, announced that she is suing the WWE for using his name for marketing purposes. And, and she later came to a settlement with WWE for a measly 80 grand, which she probably should have paid a lot more because it was Owen Hart. He was not a nugget. Yes, and uh, sorry to interrupt, but Pop says it really accelerated CTE research. All those head bumps. Yes. No excuse, but yep. Indeed we do. And I don't know. Sorry, I keep saying that. I'm in some sort of a Ned Flanders mode tonight. So, Did you go watch the Ned Flanders band? Is that why you're in a Ned Flanders oh, band? Boy. Where they all play lefty? I wish, dude. The ultimate leftorium. How those Swedish fish? They're pretty good. Ah, oh, down to the speeds, eh? Da. Ah, <laughs> uh, Miss, 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 but her fish. Oh, let's yeah. get into <laughs> the pay-per-view. <laughs> Why not? Why Where is this not? show going tonight, folks? Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't even know if we ever had it to begin with. <laughs> oh, we just kind of hopped on here and we're just... Woo. Woo. I think that comment from uh, from Ms. Widow Black, uh, Christina, has kind of got us all. Woo. Got us a little randy. Oh, yeah. Enchanté, <laughs> 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 mademoiselle. Pepe <laughs> le pure. Le croissant, no? <laughs> Let's get into hell in a cell. Da, da, da. Which the theme music was provided by yours truly. Well, not yours truly, but Ozzy Osbourne. Yes, yeah, the Oz man cometh here. I was not aware that he had a new album out and was fittingly the voice for, uh, or the song choice for Hell in a Cell. Hmm. Can I get that uh, Welcome to the Thunderdome bitch thing again? <laughs> I, yeah. You, you just keep, dude, I'll, I'll upload the single clip just for you. Do it up. And you guys, Andrew, you can kick, you can kick it off with... Uh, Jeff the the WWE sucks of late. Thank you for your opinion, Jeff. I am um, right. To each their own, man. I don't just necessarily disagree. Um, sorry to cut you guys off, but appreciate the feedback from the people. Hang on. And uh, I'm uh, out. That's Floyd. Floyd. Welcome to Thunderdome, bitch. <laughs> 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 oh. Are you sure I'm not the only one here who's stoned? Because no, 
I haven't had an edible yet, so no, I'm not. What? You do edibles? Get out of town. I'm old with a broken back. <gasps> oh, the mammoth earth rises. Uh -huh. Well, that could be a show right there now, couldn't it? <laughs> I'd be asleep. Dude, all the years I've known you, I got you to smoke maybe what? Maybe once? once? Maybe once. Yep. And that was a big maybe. <laughs> we already talked AEW, Jeff. We already kicked it off with the show with AEW. Yep. Sorry, buddy. Uh, we did cover the old Dynamite deposition earlier in the evening. But uh, now I guess a recap of that on HellenTamber.com later on after the show is posted up there. You can go check out our Mr. Jack Torrance's AEW Dynamite deposition. And you didn't say DMT tonight. Uh, well, you know what? I Like I said, I was trying to keep it brief, trying to keep it trimmed down a little bit. And um, yes, I'm glad you mentioned that because my favorite lady of the land, Miss Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, the current AEW women's champion, will actually be taking on... Nah, Naya Rose and, interestingly enough, Vicky Guerrero in a tag mm. team match this coming weekend on Dynamite. So, excuse me, is finally going to have her first match since she, what, had that jello or pudding match with Stephanie however many years ago on Raw? Um, real quick, I, I got to say, it was pretty funny. The one and only time I had any contact with Vicky Guerrero because I really did. Um, this was the last show they ever did at the Melody Tent, WWE. I actually won tickets over the radio from my boy, Peter Max, in case you're watching. Love you, buddy. Um, and I remember Dolph Ziggler was the IC champ, and Vicky was managing him at the time, and they came up the ramp, and we were sitting right on the side of the aisle where they were coming up, not the ramp, but, um, and Dolph's like crawling up the ring, to, uh, up the ramp, totally selling it. And Vicky had the IC belt, the old white one on her shoulder. And she walked right by me. And I was just like, Oh dude, I probably had like a golem, like precious face. Cause I couldn't help it. I was like, <gasps> and I totally touched the belt. And she was like, she gave me this look. It was like, all right. Yeah, yeah, that didn't happen. Britt is going to hold the title for a very, very long time. I hope you are correct, Mr. Alden, because I love me some Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. See, that's what happens, Diggs. You get my ADHD rolling that 10 happens. minutes later. <laughs> but you missed uh, Christina's comment there about uh, Vicky Guerrero is the, uh, what is it? There it is. It's, it's, like, it's like a Carol Baskin. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, so that ought to be fun. We'll see. All right, let's go. Hell in the Cell, kicking it off. Was, uh, what the fuck? There was actually a pre-show, and I totally missed it. Um, they, they don't play the pre-show when you watch the Rewind on Peacock. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, because I didn't watch it live, so that's why I missed it. I did not know about this until I was doing my research. It was one of the Pepto-Bismol girls fighting one of the other fucking girls it didn't matter it was worse than the curtain jerker man it was uh natalia defeated mandy rose by Thank submission you. yeah that's, that's all you need to know that was it okay good and then we had bailey kicking it off into hell in a cell going for her title shot who the fuck is who's the champion i forget dude 
Bianca Belair. Come on. Thank you. The hair, dude. You the hair. No, I don't. She's got the rope hair. It's so great. Oh yeah. No, I thought that match was awesome. That was a that was a great curtain jerker. Yeah, dude. Nighthawk, you want to chime in on that? Because being a lady yourself, what do you think about them uh, kicking off the show? Uh, well, the hair thing stressed me out a little bit. Um, why would you? She was really just like, I'm going to wrap my own hair around your wrist and we're doing this. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It was awesome. I thought I, and that's another reason why I love Bianca because she was like, yeah, let's do this. I mean, at one point, Bailey tied the chair to her hair, tied her hair to the bottom rope. Yeah, like, that had to hurt like a son of a bitch at some point. But um, I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, it, it was a fantastic way for some women to show what they can do in the cell. I'm sorry, but Christina says, anyone else remember fucking Melina, the split bitch? Oh, we all remember the split bitch. Actually, she had a great botch once when she went to do the split once, and she kind of, so... Look it up, kids. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I thought this. I thought this match was equally as good as the WrestleMania main event with Sasha Banks. Yes, and Mister Jeff Alden agrees. Yes, no, this was awesome. I thought they kicked ass, both of them. Um, I also really dug the way they built this up with uh, Bailey's weird laughing thing um, when they showed that. Friday night before the pay-per-view and she took over the whole Thunderdome. Um, <laughs> it, it, it looked really cool. And I thought, I gotta say, you know, they kicked ass. They were fucking awesome in that match. Mm -hmm. So here's to them. Absolutely. And, and they really, you know, doesn't matter that they're women. It's the fact that they're wrestlers. They have talent and they beat they the, the holy news. hell out of each other in that match. And they got to show their talent. One of these stupid... Yeah. Matches, whether it's guys or girls, where you know we've talked about it before with same like Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and mm -hmm. and Oscar and all this, but they get to show their talents, they get to do what they do, and it proved to be a hell. He was a hell of a curtain jerker, uh, fucking kendo sticks. Chair. Oh, dude, yeah. When um, Bianca put Bailey through the two fucking or the double kendos that were the, stuck the between the, the ring and the cage, that yep. was badass, dude. Yeah. No, I definitely got to give it to, uh, to 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 the females in this match because they just they owned it a hundred percent. Yeah, no doubt they were hands down one of the highlights of the show. They kicked and, ass, and in and in your words, they set the stocks real high. Oh yes, the uh, bop, 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 bop. the old yep. Nasdaq was uh, a razzin there, buddy. Because uh, yeah, that was badass. I I really like that one. <clears throat> so. Moving forth, we had Senor Seth Rollins as he defeated Cesaro via the inside sneaky little cradle there in the end. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I thought this one was pretty good. I, I concur. It, this one had a lot of buildup to it throughout mm -hmm. a couple of weeks and then the, on the on the Bailey set or whatever. The, yeah, the knock the, knock the, ding dong show. Yeah, the ding dong knock knock joke, whatever it is. <laughs> Dude, when, um, when Cesaro literally like ripped uh, Seth Rollins' pants off in that segment, I was cracking up. <laughs> but no, I think this, in in my opinion, this one held just as much. 
hype and excitement as the curtain jerker. It, yeah. it, it kept it going. It, it kept those that stock chart just right there, flat level. Didn't didn't raise the bar, but didn't lower it either. Yeah, I thought it was a really good, solid contest, which, you know, it's to be expected from those two guys. Joshua Snare says, can I get a shout-out from that hawk? What do you say, Nighthawk? Yeah, you guys are important. Fuck you. Uh, hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Yes, yes. You can find Nighthawk, Nighthawk on Cameo. Oh, have mercy. <laughs> yes, I promise. I'm just mean sometimes. Hey. She's that, mean doing like the like like that's the cute, like huddle like the cute hideaway, right? That's why we love you. That's what that's what that's what you bring to the table, to the big dog's table, <laughs> head of the table. But um, yeah, Seth Rollins and Cesaro getting back to it before we get too distracted. Um, yeah, great match. No big surprise from these guys. They're both really really good. And um, did not see this coming. I actually thought, oh, hold on. Guy Manley says, Bill, to put belt on Cesaro for Mania and lastly versus Lesnar. I like that, guy. I like that. Yeah. Um, Fuck Lesnar. I, I, I know your feelings on Brock, but <laughs> that's all right. We'll get to that. But um, <laughs> I, I thought this was cool because I really just automatically assumed that Cesaro was going to win this match. And mm -hmm. the way it, the finish went, I thought it was good. And yes, guy is correct. Um, this is what I want to see. Build up that feud between, between Reigns and Cesaro. It's going to be badass. And Cesaro fucking deserves it. So it's about time. No, no. This is building for the feud oh, yeah, between for, yeah. Reigns and Cesaro. That's what I'm saying. Because that's where this all stemmed from in the first place. So. Roger that guy. What else we got there, man? Man. You got the notes, man. Oh, all right. Well, someone wasn't doing their homework this week, guys. You told me. Yeah. You, oh, I here we track. go. It says, I have the notes, and we'll just talk about the match. Right, so right, why would right. I do the notes? Right, okay. Right. Yeah, no, I did say that. Well, then so. fine. I fucking quit. You guys run the show. I'm going to sit back here. We're taking over this town. I call you the new NWO taking it over. Hey yo, chico. Maybe I'll go puke on Eric Bischoff. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of the greatest moments in Nitro history. Yes, they did that. Scott Hall puked on Eric Bischoff. Yes, he did. <laughs> all righty so yeah um bah, 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 bah. yeah this is where the stocks go they don't even level off they're down in the foundation man below the below the cellar dwellers as uh alexa bliss defeated shauna blazer and this one uh i don't know man this is one of those as we were just discussing Two really good talents. Alexa Bliss's gimmick is awesome. I love the way she looks. I love her creepy eyes. I don't oh, like absolutely. the thing with the doll. I think it's a little, eh, but whatever. Um, it reminds me too much uh, of Harley Quinn. You know, it's funny, yes, because a friend <laughs> of mine said the same thing when I was watching it last night. And that is a good point. 
it's also like, dude, what's up with this whole Bray Wyatt situation? Like she screwed him over at mania and then he's just gone. And now she's here with this little doll and the doll was like talking to Shauna blazer in the locker room or whatever. <laughs> Shayna blazer. I'm sorry to pronounce her name correctly, but um, this match, you know, this is one of those, they should have just let him go, let him do what they can do. Cause they're both awesome. But yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, so utter poop fest in my opinion. Um, <laughs> I'm actually censoring myself for the first time ever. Yeah, I didn't really get the whole thing. And the worst of it for me was the part. All right, so you saw this, right? Guy Manley says, you're Max Headrooming. Who, who is me? Probably. I wish I had that kind of hair. But um, yeah, the worst of it for me was um, when... Alexa Bliss hypnotized Nia Jax. You saw this, right? I did, yeah. What were your thoughts on that whole scene? I. It was dumb. I don't know. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head, my dear. Yes, it was stupid as shit. It reminded me of back in the day when Papa Shango put the hex on the Ultimate Warrior, the the voodoo curse or whatever. And ultimate warrior is like thrown up on the stretcher in the back. Like, are we really going back to eighties gimmicks now? Yep. There's nothing new. So they got to, it's like <sighs> movies. They got to remake old shit now. Yeah. That was dumb. <clears throat> they just should have had Alexa and Shauna just have a match. Cause they're both really fucking good, but I wish they had kept Bray around because this storyline would have been great if they had kept Bray with Alexa, with Alexa being as she is now. Pops Ghostly back in the house says, Fiend will come back and be booked correctly for like three weeks. Then the writers will fuck him up again. He needs to squash now. You want to take her not stop? Yeah, dude. Um, thank you, Pops. I was just going to say, I just read this week that they're apparently building up yet another return for Bray Wyatt. I don't know why he has to keep returning. He's not hurt. He's he's had more returns in his career than he's had belts, I think. This and he true. was a freaking WWF champion, but or WWE. Sorry, I got sued by the pandas. Um, but I, I I don't know, man. Uh, just I love Bray Wyatt. I've loved him since. I actually preferred when he was still doing the whole creepy Leonard Skinner thing in the beginning with good old uh, Luke and Eric there. Props mm -hmm. to uh, Mr. Harper, as he was known. But, um, yeah, so that match just was like, dude, you got two great two great, two great wrestlers, and you just totally botched it for no reason. So, yeah. And you kicked uh, it off with two solid matches, and then you got to go to this. That was the really only bad part for me of the evening overall. I, got, I will give him that. That match should have been the, the, the curtain jerker. Well... But I, I get it. But I get they it. were smart you, to do Bailey you start, and you uh, a, Bianca. You, yeah, you start with Bailey and Bianca in a kick-ass hell in the cell, and you end it with Lashley and McIntyre. I get it. Well, like I said, I mean, this match could have been great because both of them are awesome, but they didn't let them <clears throat> do dick. So that's the end of that. As we followed that disaster up, here was a highlight. The stocks climbed again as Sami Zayn. Beat Kevin K.O. Owens. This is the match they should have had at WrestleMania. This kind of match. Yeah. The, my, I like I, this match. I, 
I, I know I really liked it. I will say my only gripe with this match was I don't like the fact that they had to do the whole angle where Owens is hurt going into it. That's what pisses me off because he got the, I don't know, the giant thumb move from Captain mm -hmm. Insano from India or Africa or whatever the guy's name is there on SmackDown the two days before. So that part sucks because that was the whole thing like Kevin Owens can't breathe during the match and everything. It's like, dude, just, ah, just let Sammy and KO do what they can do. But they were fucking awesome for what they were allowed to do. I'll give them that. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. I mean, even in the, the ending, you know, leading, leading up to Sami Zayn finishing off Owens, uh, Owens took a pretty good beating in this match. Yeah, and, and it was really it was hard hitting, man. And those guys legit are best friends. Um, they both were best mans at each other's weddings, if I'm not mistaken. Joshua Snea chimes in with Commander Z's. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's that horrible. Why is he here gimmick that's going with Apollo Crews that thumbed Kevin Owens in the neck the other night. But um, um, I thought it was really good match and I like the finish shoe. I thought maybe it was going to be one of those, Oh, KO overcomes the odds and wins, but no. Sammy. But I did pull this from uh KO's Twitter feed today. Fought like hell. Now I need a little break. I'll be oh. back soon. Thank you guys. Oh, dude, I'm losing my KO, man. He's like made reason why I watch WWE. So it That's looks like KO is going to be out for a little bit. Maybe he was actually hurt during this match. Who knows? But it sucks because like you, I like KO. He, he gives 100% when he's allowed to. Yeah, um, I got distracted. By Guy Manley, sorry. Taker <laughs> lived off comma, King Kong Bundy fake diesel IRS for like three years. Yeah, because he didn't have any good opponents. Like, oh, remember when he had, well, there was Giant Gonzalez, the worst ever. Mm -hmm. And then there was um, like, you know, he had to fight Bundy, which wasn't, eh, all right, that was something. But it was like, dude, when is Taker going to have an opponent that he can actually give the tombstone to? Because he certainly wasn't giving it to Yokozuna. <laughs> if he could, that'd be kind of impressive. Although the Taker-Yoko feud was awesome. But once again, you're getting me off point here, go uh, Pops. So uh, let's get back to it. With, uh, you got so, any opinions yes. on this there, uh, Nighthawk? On this Kevin Owens-Sammy Zayn match? Oh, God. Um... They're both Canadian. That helps. They probably, drink, they probably both drink Molson. I didn't know. What is that? <laughs> now you've thrown her off her game. I mean, I didn't have anything to say before, and now I, I still don't. Other well, now you do. She was that blown away by the match. She's speechless. <laughs> right? It was that good. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're always going to get a good show out of these guys. I love them. Um, I just hope this is done well, done right. And once again, stop letting KO get hit in the throat by a, a thumb. That'll that'll help. So yeah. we'll see. Uh, next up on the list of Helen's cell, Miss Charlotte Flair uh. defeated Rhea Ripley by disqualification that in a match. I'm sorry, what was that? I said that was some bullshit. <laughs> Lay it on us, Miss Nighthawk. Lay it on us. Tell us how you feel, darling. It was. I don't know. It was once again dumb. That's my word for the day. Um, 
match is done. I don't know. So what did you think about the match itself? It was was it just the finish that you hated, or yeah, did you dislike the match? It was just the end that I didn't mm -hmm. like. Because, like, that was... She punked out. First of all, yeah. Mm -hmm. We Ripley punked out. This match from the get-go, my eyes was shit. They were horrible. It was a horrible fight. I just... uh, they weren't selling shit. Flair had a few botches in it, which went to kick Rhea and, well, kicked air because Rhea moved. Um, I just thought this match was awful and we need to end this feud and Flair needs to retire and Rhea Ripley needs to go away. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> Flair needs to retire. Huh? Well, if she's anything like her father, <laughs> that ain't happening anytime soon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, dude, I I'm gonna disagree. I I like this match, but I am with Nighthawk on this one. I thought the finish sucked. Um Jeff is home man is going to chime in and say good luck, buddy. Block yeah, from the page. Okay. Okay. Scooby about bad out. But anyways, um <laughs> I thought the match itself was good, but I'm with Nighthawk on this one. I, the finish was like, all right, dude. Unless you're turning Rhea Ripley heel, that was just like, all right, now she's being a punk about this, and she's not gonna like you know finish the match the way a champion should. So um, I thought the match itself was pretty good. They, I thought they did some pretty decent bumps, and I thought Charlotte especially was like on point, but. Um, a, Unless they're going to turn Ripley heel, I didn't understand the point of that finish. No, that finish was awful. She cheated at the end. Like, what the fuck, dude? She just pulled the table off and was like, in your face, Charlotte. And that's the end of the match. It was like, dude, whoa, whoa, whoa. So, but then it seemed like Charlotte was impressed with that. Well, it yes, because at the end, did you notice what she said? Yeah, she said something to like. He goes, you're learning, bitch. Yeah, and she's like, you do the same thing to me. What? That's why maybe all right. If uh, if they make Ripley heal down the line because of this, it makes sense to me. If they don't, then right. So, <laughs> we'll see. And then of course that leaves us with the main event of the evening, as the WWE champion Bobby Lashley took on Drew McIntyre inside hell in a cell. And I thought this match was really fucking good. Bobby Lashley got his ass handed to him. Oh, dude, did you notice, like, I think it actually happened in one of the spots when they, the at the beginning of the match, when they first went out of the ring, Guy Manley says, since when is using hood of table a disqualification? Yeah, you have a point there, Guy. Sorry to sidetrack, and don't let me, guys, please don't let me forget what I was originally talking about before this. But, yeah, guy, you have a point. Um, what if she just, like, banged her face against the table? Same thing. Have been a DQ. Thank you. So, good point there. Okay, so, anywho. Oh, I remembered. Main event time. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, um, yes. Did you notice uh, early on in the match? They First time they went outside the ring. Bobby Lashley lost, like, a big hunk of flesh off his yeah. Shoulder, dude. Um, Corey Graves, I believe, pointed it out at one point, and I thought that match was great. That was, um, I expected good things, but I'll be honest with you, I thought that was better than I had anticipated heading into it. Yeah, 
I thought this match wasn't going to your point. The anticipation in my eyes wasn't going to hold up to what I was envisioning. Uh, but the bumps and the and everything else within this match was incredible. I wasn't too keen on the ending with the old school schoolboy roll up finisher, but uh, this match had everything minus the blood that you could ask for in a match. Yeah, I thought um, this once again was kind of a surprise for me too. I, not gonna lie, I they they. Got me hook, line, and sinker. I kind of thought McIntyre was going to walk away the with the win. Um, but for, I got to get handed to him because after all these years, dude, like how many Hell in the Cell matches have there been? Um, I got to hand it to him because they they kept my attention. I thought it was pretty, pretty great, especially at that point when um, they were outside the ring and fucking – McIntyre just like tossed Lashley through the table like head first. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did. Guy Manley is on fire, according to himself. <laughs> so yeah, you that's, yourself there, guy. That's my thumbs up to uh, the main event. What about you, Miss Nighthawk? Did you enjoy the cell that was hell? Yeah, it was pretty neat. <laughs> pretty neat. I did See. She's gonna trim down this show. I like it straight to the point. That's how it needs to be with all my ramblings. But um, I'll just wrap it up with uh, I thought I'll give the thumbs up to Hell in a Cell. Pop says, I think they want a crowd for Drew when it'll happen. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't doubt that at all. I agree. I think they want Drew's getting about that. I think they want a crowd regardless. Um, Mm. not just for Drew, but for everybody else within the organization and the wrestling world. I gotta give it two thumb. I gotta. I'll give it a thumb and a half. I like the fact like that they're still keeping the belt on Lashley too. I'll be honest with you. Well, <laughs> wait. So should we just sever a thumb and you'll just do one of these? Or <laughs> I can pull my thumb off. I'm actually missing two fingertips, so we're close. <laughs> but yeah, that's gonna wrap it for Hell in a Cell. Uh, good job on the WWE with this one. A lot better than a WrestleMania backlash. I was surprised they didn't call it WrestleMania Hell in a Cell. <laughs> no, that's WrestleMania Money, Money in the Bank next. What's coming up in August? WrestleMania SummerSlam. And SummerSlam's on a Saturday. I like pay-per-views on Saturdays. I well, think so do I, but when's the, last time, when's the last time they did a pay-per-view on a Saturday? Oh, WWE? I would know. AEW has... That's what they were doing, actually, right. um, up until just recently, which I thought was great. Um, but... WWE, no, it's always been Sundays. Yeah, except unless for, it was Taboo Tuesday. Well, unless it was the original uh, Survivor Series and it was Thanksgiving Eve. Yeah, dude. Oh, wasn't that great? The original oh, Survivor Series. I'll never forget my uh, my auntie Peggy and my uncle Mike had a black box, dude, and that's where it was at. Mm-hmm. Stealing mm-hmm. them shows. They're coming Thank- for you now. Thanksgiving Eve was even cooler than Christmas Eve for me back then. I was like, yeah. <laughs> now Shall Comcast got to be all uh, stupid. The Raw Report show. Whoa, hang on. What's Pop saying? He got screwed like we did when we missed AEW show when Le Champion still ruled. Ah, yes. My boy Pops. He's very disgruntled over the fact that we're not going to see Chris Jericho as the AEW champion in September. But who knows? There's a long time in between there and now. 
You never know. Do you say right, meow? I, meow? Huh? Did I say meow? License no. registration meow. <laughs> we can't be friends anymore. <laughs> Let me name some more horror movies I haven't seen. Nighthawks. What horror movie? All right, you've never seen Super Troopers, dude? Of course really? I have. Of course I have. Well, there you go. Horror movie. Don't do it. Talk about the horror movie thing if you want to get yelled at. I don't need a horror movie from you to get yelled at. Fair point. I'll give you that. I just got to say something stupid and you call me out on it. It is what it is. <laughs> we really got to start a movie show where we're going to like introduce you to all the movies you should have seen at this point in your life. Debbie does Dallas. What? <laughs> I don't doubt you saw that one. <laughs> on the black box back in the day. Right? Oh, Spice Hot. <laughs> Remember watching the squiggly lines and just like hearing things being out? Like, every once in a while, the, the TV will be like, oh, I think that's a boob. It would line up just perfectly for like 0.3 seconds. Right. Oh, dude, I was bad, man. I had a friend of mine, real quick. I got to throw this one up. All right, what's Pops say? I've never seen an Evil Dead, thought it was, what the fuck? Oh, fuck off, dude. Really? You're one of my fucking, you're like a brother to me. And you, oh. Those fighting words there, fucking pops. Ooh, gotta have, gotta have a little conversation after the show there, pops. Yeah, because evidently we ain't evidently we get to the raw report. Fucking land the plane. Yeah. All right. So anywho, yeah, I had something and fucking I threw it off with damn pops and your lack of movie knowledge. We're talking about scrambled porn. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I uh, had a buddy of mine who unfortunately is no longer with us. May you rest in power, my good friend Ross. But um, I his, gonna be Ross. his dad had a black box and I'd go over there for pay-per-view Sundays. And then I'd stay over the night and we'd go to school the next day uh, when we were all in uh, Barnstable High School's alumni. <laughs> and <laughs> we, uh, I, I figure it out. I was like, well, if I just leave my VCR or the VCR recording all night, I can record like eight hours of porno to watch after I get out of school tomorrow. So that's how diabolically evil I was as a freshman. Nighthawk is now terrified. Yeah, she's got a lot to learn about me, doesn't she? Very little, basically. If you don't know this by now. I yeah, know. No, that's what I figured. She's made it this far, so I'm not too... She would have left well long ago if we'd if we had faced her. Right? I think she she's smart enough to know what she was getting herself into here. She can handle the heat. And we've spent a lot of time doing on car rides, so... You know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway... Well, 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 well. Let's get to Raw before it gets to be fucking midnight. We're still here talking about yeah. porn. Hey, it's only 9 11. We're doing good on time. We are. We're not bad, actually, compared to what we've done the last two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right now, we're just getting into SmackDown. So, Leon Zira Report. Raw Report kicked it off with Bobby Lashley and MVP and Lashley's hose coming down to the ring. Mm. Does he have hose like Godfather? Yes, he does. Oh, wow. I was not aware of this. And he started chip-chapping about the match, the Hell in the Cell, how he went to war with McIntyre. And then they got interrupted by the New Day. Kofi running his mouth. Xavier Woods challenged him to a fight on Raw that night in a Hell in a Cell. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. MVP didn't want Lashley to take it. Lashley took it. 
that ended that little segment. Now, all these matches on Raw are for Money in the Bank qualifying matches because that is your next pay-per-view. Indeed, we do. Uh, We kicked it off with Ricochet defeating AJ Styles. Uh, I don't like that already, but anyway. AJ only really lost because the Viking Raiders came down. Mm -hmm. And why? You just keep talking, buddy. Don't you worry about me. I got mesmerized by your chest on the camera. I'm just saying. It's a great shirt, is it not? It is. Uh, titties and something started playing. Titties. <laughs> uh, yes, the Viking Raiders came down and <clears throat> fucked with Omos. Omos went to spear them and they moved. He went through the barricade. AJ got distracted and Ricochet got the pin. Next in the qualifying, and I don't. Are, are the women doing the Money in the Bank as a tag team? Do you yes. know? Uh, sorry, real quick. I just gotta agree with my boy Manly yeah. here. Yes, AJ is being wasted in WWE, just like Nakamura. Just you know, I'm hoping maybe with KO and Sami Zayn, they start getting their shit together. But yeah, you you look at oh god, look at Styles' career in Japan before he came to yeah, exactly before he came to WWE, dude. He was like the best wrestler in the world. He was right up there with Omega, and now it's like he has been overshadowed by this giant galoot bodyguard. So yeah, Ricochet won that match. AJ and almost mm-hmm. now go defend their titles against the Viking Raiders, probably at Money in the Bank. That um, I might, I wouldn't mind seeing. I like the Viking Raiders. So, so we'll back see. to my original question to you, or to anyone of our dozens of dozens of fans listening and or watching, the trillions and trillions. The money in the bank for the women. Are they doing that in a tag team? Are they doing that individually? Because all the qualifying matches were in tag team form. Uh, so that's where that, it raises the rocky eyebrow. Yeah, big time, right? Because I don't have, know what the have, hell that means. Because we had Oscar and Naomi fighting Dewdrop and Eva Marie. Bob says it's like the reverse Diesel HBO. <laughs> um, wait, so how do you qualify if you're in a tag team? I don't... Unless I, I don't, unless they're putting money in the bank for tag teams, and they can cash it in whenever. I don't know. I was a little confused, uh, but Oscar and Naomi defeated Dewdrop, who was Eva's like was Eva's bodyguard person thing. Why does everyone have a bodyguard now? <laughs> what is this, the NBA? God. <laughs> but uh, Dewdrop left Eva Marie to fend for herself, which then Asuka and Naomi took the lead. Dewdrop? Yeah, she was on Raw last week. She's some new new girl. It's awful. Sounds like I missed some good stuff there, buddy. Uh, Rhea Ripley came out with uh, the commish of Raw and... He was like, you did bad things last night. You DQ'd yourself on purpose. Oh, yeah, that random ball dude. Yeah, the fuck he is. and then Flair came out and was like, you're learning, talking all kinds <laughs> of shit like that. And They booked their match for Money in the Bank as another title match between Flair and Ripley, so mm-hmm. curtain jerk of that. <laughs> uh, Morrison defeated Randy Orton for his spot in Money in the Bank. Uh Riddle came out and Orton got distracted. Therefore, Morrison took the victory on Orton. Orton was pretty pissed. Thus setting up the inevitable yeah. feud between Randy Dandy Orton and, and Riddle Bro. Oh, Mr. Uh, Frank well Orson. Nice push. <laughs> Matt Riddle. 
then we had Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Nikki, shut up, Alexa. I say that every week. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> Nikki Cross shot out a snot rocket. Sorry. Nikki Cross came out dressed like uh, the Hurricane. Like an you know, Hurricane like, Helms? Yeah. yeah. With the cape and like, okay, whatever. They defeated Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler for their spot in Money in the Bank. Wait, so real quick, sorry to interrupt, but did Nia Jax get uh, possessed again this week or or tonight or last night, whatever it was? No, it wasn't. No, they, no, it wasn't possessed. It was uh, just a. She tried to possess uh, whatever their dude. What the fuck is the dude's name? The manager for yeah, that random dude. I haven't been keeping up with that. I didn't know about this guy until I was watching the actual pay per view. <laughs> But yeah, Naya and Shauna's random manager, who was like all scared because he almost got set on fire or something. Right. <laughs> uh, then we had Riddle. He defeated Drew McIntyre for his spot in Money in the Bank. What? And I thought it was weird they were out of McIntyre in the Money in the Bank since he the stipulation at Hell in the Cell was he could never fight Bobby Lashley for the belt again as long as Bobby Lashley had the belt. Yeah. So Man. why they would put Drew in the Money in the Bank? You knew. Thank you, Josh Reggie. Thank you, sir. Uh, so why they would put Drew in that match with Riddle? You knew Riddle was going to win because of the stipulation. Yeah, that's um, kind of weird. Unless Bobby was going to drop the belt at Money in the Bank, who knows? What the fuck are you playing with? What are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Freddie Fingers. That's how I type. <laughs> No wonder why you can't text. Right? <laughs> then we had in the main event, Lashley versus Xavier Woods. Uh, Lashley defeated Xavier Woods. Again, another great match for the Hell in a Cell. Uh, uh-huh. I got to give it to him. All the Hell in a Cell matches between SmackDown, the actual pay-per-view, and Raw were fantastic. Uh, Lashley did wrap it up with the Hurt Lock, got the victory, and then wrapped Xavier Woods back up in the Hurt Lock. Is uh, MVP locked himself in the cage with Bobby Lashley and Xavier Woods and locked Kofi Kingston out so Kofi could watch Xavier Woods just stand there getting the hurt lock over and over. And Nuts. Wow. Nuts is the band madness have I heard such insanity. Then we went off the air and that was it for Raw. So Raw wasn't great. It didn't suck. It was lukewarm, yeah. if you will. Yeah, it was, it was an in-betweener. <laughs> it was piss warm water. And everyone's favorite. Uh-huh. So that concludes <laughs> our AEW in the cell. History and birthdays. Now we get down into the meat and potatoes of the show. Oh, potatoes. Where do, where do, where do we want to kick this one off? Do we want to start with uh, who do we think we could beat in the WWE? Or do we want to go to uh, Taker? I say we leave it up to the lovely Nighthawk. Spin the wheel, make the deal. Halloween Havoc style. Um, let's do who we could take. What's what? Who we could beat up. Okay, I like fights. Who I don't have like a real answer for it, but... I oh, really? So you're no. telling me you don't think you could have wrestled China then? <laughs> I know. Don't feel bad. I couldn't either. She totally would have kicked my ass. You oh, 100%. Me? Yeah. <laughs> she would have kicked all of our asses while making porn. <laughs> oh. Pops Ghostly back on this bitch. 
Alexa Bliss, I love because she is good on the mic and hot. Okay, I'll give you that. Mm -hmm. I will watch her either way, but I think this was Supernatural Angle is to extend her run, which is cleverly disguised as a gymnast as a wrestler. Well, I just want my Bray back, dude. I miss Bray. I miss Bray. (laughs) All right, Mr. Torrance, who do you think you could take? Wait, who could beat The Rock? Yes, who, Josh? Who do you think? Nighthawk, probably. Probably. <laughs> she would just sass him to death. I would just have a, like. I'd have a L, uh, eyebrow off with him. An eyebrow off? <laughs> a bro off? A bro off, indeed. <laughs> and then I just say, if you smell, if you smell, if you smell, and then you just spit on your hand and pretend to punch him. And that's all you got to do to beat the rock. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, who do I think I could take? I'm gonna go last if you guys don't mind. Okay. What do we say? Ladies first, then. Ladies first. Me. Nighthawk. Who? Who? Whose ass do you think you could open a can of whoop on? Okay. Well, let me start all of this out by saying any one of them could absolutely rock my shit. Um. (laughs) See, you're you're a realist, yes. (laughs) Um. I, you know what? I would love to take on Bailey. <laughs> yeah. It'd be, I would lose, but it's fine. But you'd go out with a fight, though. You'd go out swinging. Yeah. No, nah, that's cool. Just the point where I would also go against Roman Reigns, but not for those reasons. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> oh, I know those reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing we put up that pain warning at the beginning of the show. Glad he helped us out because didn't know it was getting. We were taking a turn into Smutsville, USA over here. I have to disagree with that one, Josh. I think uh, the Stone Cold himself would whip a can of whoop ass on me. I feel like that would be a good fight, though. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's make it happen. I need dollars. Yeah, I know. Stone Cold beats everybody's ass. You can't challenge Stone Cold. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Pops Gosley says, I could take Jack Torrance to a nice dinner <laughs> Wendy's. Oh, I have plans. Hooray. This is going to be a good week. But Pops, is that after an ass beating? Oh, he and I know, dude. We went toe to toe back in the day, man. He's a uh, top opponent. Oh, and yes, you and I went toe to toe many times. Uh, I I felt the goozle at your hands many times. Uh-huh. I felt the frog splash off the ladder on the trampoline. Yeah, buddy, to the extreme, like vanilla ice in this bitch. Yes, and people getting shoes to the balls. <laughs> well, uh, if I had to pick, if I wanted to get scrappy. Fist the cuffs. I'd go with Seth Rollins. Pops Ghostly says, just don't get soup again. <laughs> <That> <laughs> oh, Pops, you fiend. So I go Seth Rollins. Yeah. Seth Rollins. I you really Seth think Rollins. you can take Rollins, huh? I'd give it a hell of a shot. I'd go down swinging. I might this, come off bloody, but I'd go down swinging. This is the man who actually created one of the, I won't lie. 
you got Antoine, one of the greatest moments of WrestleMania history, cashing in money in the bank on Lesnar and Reigns at WrestleMania. And Dig says he's up to the challenge, folks. Bring it. Bring it, Rollins. I've never had anyone believe in me the way that Joshua believes in me. <laughs> I would love to see Nighthawk be Triple H, actually. I or maybe, <laughs> it, it, would it be easier if he was like Hunter Hearst Helmsley and he came out to Beethoven? And he did the curtsies? Remember when he did the, the slot match <laughs> with Emrio? <laughs> when he got hit, nailed right in the head with someone's soda bottle? Oh, God. Please, anyone who, if you've never seen that, just look up the clip of Triple H, or back then he was Hunter Hearst Helmsley, in the hog pen. He's literally covered in pig shit. And he gets up and someone just hucks a Pepsi bottle or something right out of his head. So good. So good. We need that clip, actually, on the show. We <clears throat> I will find it for next week. Yep, 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 yep. Um, <laughs> so, Pop is that what you got? Popsy, you wish you could take his wife. Well, I'll bet you do, Popsy. Take her to Burger King. <laughs> um, chicken. So, does that mean it's my turn? Yeah, you wanted to go last. Oh, yeah. And there's a reason why. Funker? Because... Are you kidding me? My grandpa? No, he would beat my ass and brand it when he was all said and done. <laughs> down at the Double Cross Ranch in Amarillo, Texas. No, 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 no. I'm surprised you actually don't know who I picked. Because I know for a fact that if I saw this guy on the street, and I'm putting it out there right now, I mean it. I'm not even joking about this. Tommy oh. Dreamer. No, dude, what? I love Dreamer, and I would never challenge Vince. Vince would totally kick my ass. He's like ninety, but he's still like way yeah, better shape than I am. No, yeah, no, no. He'd run no. after you and pull his hand and pull his quads. Well, if he <laughs> happens to blow both quads at the same time, then I guess I have an advantage. I'll just keep the old <laughs> Freddy glove on hand just in case. But anywho, um, yeah, no. I'm actually issuing a challenge right now for real. Enzo Amore. Oh. Answer it. I will. I swear to God, I really want to have he's a fist certified fight. G. Of course he's going to answer it. I will have a street fight with Enzo Amore. I'm putting that out there right now. I hate that guy so much that I would literally just give him the first shot. And then I'd take it from there. Joshua Snare says, Jeff Turner can be Stone Cold E.T. Hmm. All right. Phone home, Elliot. And would this street fight be in the main streets of Hyannis? Oh, hell yeah. Down on Main Street with a bum. Down on Main Street, bringing up some more Bob Seeger up in this. Look at that, dude. It's Bob Seeger fever on Author Up Tuesdays tonight, apparently. Seeger fever. Seeger fever. All right. But yeah. No, I mean it. I really, I hope he sees this sometime. I hope he sees it tomorrow, tonight, even. Enzo Amore, I will actually challenge you to a real fucking fight. That's how much I hate you. ECW street fight. Yeah, dude. Not just WWE street fight. So I really know. mean it. I want this. What's that? I said, just to clarify it, I don't want to fight him. Uh... Oh, you would kick his ass easily. Are you kidding me? Have you ever seen this guy? He sucks. That's all you need to know about him, in case you haven't. So I've issued the challenge. Enzo. I'm going to mention it every week now from now on until he answers me. That's it. Enzo Amore, it's on. I want to see you in a real street fight. In a real 
street fight. Not yep. a fake one. Not a fake one. Oh, no. We're going Piper fucking They Live style on this bad boy. Mm-hmm. Or actually, you know what? I'll give him anything he wants. What you the name fuck? the stipulation, wow. Enzo. What you name that? That's how much I really hate this guy. <laughs> this guy? What is, yeah, there it is. I looked it up. Thank you. See? I got, I got it. Hawk, now you see why I feel this way. Not to mention, uh, pretty sure it's been a proven fact that he's actually a fucking rapist, too. Ooh. So, yeah. No Ooh. reason yeah. why I love to it's kick your ass, way. Enzo. We got this. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> I've issued the challenge. That's it. I'm putting it out there. Me, Enzo, anytime, All right. anywhere. Challenge issued. Let's get on to Taker. Yep, yep, yep. I've got a one, two, three, four, five. I got seven Taker, t- Taker Mania moments that I liked. Matches. All right, all right. Take it away, my dude. All right, I'm gonna <laughs> kick it off. I'm gonna run down my seven being not the best to one being the best. I gotta kick it off. WrestleMania seven. Taker versus Snooker. Super, super, super fly. Wow. You know it. Yeah, dude. The yeah. Uh, the premiere of Taker's streak. Yeah. And just for the fact that he fought legendary Jimmy Superfly Snooker, that alone to come out to your first mania to start your streak, pretty mm-hmm. damn impressive. At the time, Taker was not aware that Snooker was, in fact, a real murderer. But, yes, <laughs> that did happen. <laughs> Um, yeah, can't argue that one. I also was a big fan of, uh, you know, at the time, if you go back and look at it now, it doesn't look all that great, whatever. But it, at the time, it was cool. Uh, Taker versus Jake the Snake WrestleMania yes. was definitely cool. It was a quick match, but it was a cool mm-hmm. match. Or is that how the streak started? I think I think Jake was his first. Jake, yes, thank you. And then Snooker, because Jake yeah. was a... Yeah, thank you. That's what I thought. Yeah. It was the Snake Man. So do we just want to run down the list and then just keep going? Are we going to go one for one? What do we want to do? How, how do we want to roll this? Um, We discussed a few things before the show. I really only have two, so it's easy for All me. Right. Then I'll just roll down mine real quick. Uh, WrestleMania 34, John Cena. Because who doesn't love a good Cena match with a taker? That's That was a good one in my book. That uh, was a squash, wasn't it? Did Cena even do anything in that match? Wasn't that when Cena was sitting in the crowd and he was like, oh, I want to no. fight Undertaker or I won't I do anything? So. Yeah, yeah. I, could be, I could be wrong, but it you know, mm-hmm. it's to happen once in a while. Well, I, evidently you can see me then. Yes, I can. <laughs> uh, WrestleMania 32 with uh, Shane O'Mac. I got Undertaker and Kane. At a uh, WrestleMania 15. Oh, really? Really? Intriguing. Mm. <laughs> uh, Taker and AJ Styles, WrestleMania 36. Taker's last match at WrestleMania. I thought, yeah. that, was, I thought that was a good go-out match for Taker. Uh, and then the last two, WrestleMania 26 and 25. Uh, 26 being HBK and 25 being H- HBK. Uh, 25 was my number one with HBK. Uh, just a solid... As JR would say, a good solid knockdown drag out affair. It sure was, pal. Miss oh. Nighthawk, do you have any uh, input here on your favorite WrestleMania Undertaker match? No. Nothing. So sorry. That's okay. 
<laughs> um, for me, I mean, uh, this was a fun one. I like this topic. Hold on a second. Um, yeah, Taker. I mean, it was the street, dude. It was the greatest thing that ever happened in the history of professional wrestling. It will never be duplicated, it will never be anything close to that. They'll never find anything as cool as that. It, it was fun too that it all started like on a nothing. Like Taker didn't even realize it. Uh, until a couple of years into it, he was like, oh, crap, I'm undefeated. And then it just became snowballed in this amazing um, thing that he had to really capitalize and just put him up there as, you know, one of the all-time greats without a doubt because mm -hmm. <laughs> that was the biggest part of Undertaker's uh, aura, if you will, was the fact that, you know, he went all that time not losing at Mania. Um, for me, this was a fun one because uh, I got to put 30 up there, dude. Um, the, when okay. the streak ended, it mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. I fucking cried. <laughs> like, I know all my buddies did, too. We just couldn't believe it was actually over. Um, and then you went, you went back and saw... And then Taker was concussed the whole match. It was like, oh boy. I just wish he would have lost the streak to someone that had been around when the streak was going on as long as it had. Like, I didn't like him losing to Lesnar. You know my thoughts on Lesnar. Um, I thought he should have lost with it. If he, if he was going to lose the streak, he should have lost it to like HBK, Triple H, and my uh, Yeah, see, I, well, I don't know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Please continue. No, no, I was just saying, just because. They had been around from, I mean, right from when Undertaker had started. You know, Michaels was there, but he was with the Rockers and then the boy toy. Hey, guys. What's that guy doing? Hey, guys. What's up, Boo-Boo? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Booberry? You know, I, I feel like, he, like I said, he, he, I think he should have lost the streak to someone who had been in the same eras as him and not just someone who would come in in the late 2000s, early 2000s. Like that, I just you know you know you know my stint on on him and Lesnar and all that, but that's, the way, I, that's <laughs> the way I feel he should have went out, not out, but lost, but lost the streak. I I gonna once again have to disagree with you there, buddy. I thought it made sense at the time, uh, and it still does. Yeah, the beast. I mean, who could possibly knock off? The Undertaker up until that point. No one could. Michaels tried as he might. Triple H, you name it. Everybody tried, tried, tried. And those are the guys that, yeah, he wrestled with over the years. And I see your point about Brock being a younger guy coming in and what forth. But I thought it made sense because at the time, did I did I get you there, Nighthawk? Did that work for you? No, she said that. that text <laughs> that. Oh, I'm missing all sorts of things. It's, fun. it's a it's it's a meme that says Brock Brock Lesnar, but yeah, get that phlegm up, you know, Brock churning up some butter. What's that guy doing? Undertaker wanted to lose the Lesnar. Yes, you are correct, my good man. Um, and that's why I liked it too because it was like, all right, this is the only guy that can possibly take down Undertaker that makes sense at that point, right? 
Brock was just a monster and he was a legit monster. They had not had that since, in my opinion, really, they hadn't had anything to that point. Not to say he was in the same category, but like you go back to the days of Andre the Giant. Like there's a reason why they didn't put the belt on Andre because it wouldn't make sense. Like who could beat Andre? Um, Brock was then that you he was UFC heavyweight champion. Vince loved him. He was his, you know, Aryan youth. I hate to use the term, but it's true. Blood and just destructive. Um, and so I thought it worked. And that's why I put that one up there. But for me, it's um, 25, dude. You don't yeah. top 25. Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. 25, absolutely. It was perhaps – well, we, uh, thank you, Josh, but we were just talking about WrestleMania matches. You did mention, of course, Hell in the Cell. Yeah, that's that's obviously up there. But as far as the Taker Streak – The Taker Streak Mania. Mania. Um, I only have two, actually, aside from what I just rambled off. I, I You know, and you can go through the other ones. The one I really particularly didn't like was 15 – uh, when the big boss man was hanged in hell on a cell. Nah, could have done without that one. But um, yeah, 25 was the top one. The only other one I'm going to put up there, this is just for me personally. Mm-hmm. It's Here we go. Oh, it's Taker versus Kane at the Fleet Center. WrestleMania 14, because who was there? This guy. When he had hair. And the, and I did. Thank you for pointing that out. Was that um, the Inferno match? Nope. This was actually the very first match between Kane and The Undertaker, as Kane had just debuted that previous October at Bad Blood in the initial Hell in a Cell match. So, um, yeah, it was awesome. I got to be there. I hear a baby, right? Yeah, the voices again. Okay, it's not just me this time. (laughs) But (laughs) excuse me. Yeah, I'm putting that up there just because I was there. Um, Obviously, like if it had been a Bruins game, me and my brother would have been right behind the boards. It was awesome. Um, Big, big, big shout out to my mom for the best birthday present ever. That was great. Um, But the funny thing about that match I'll never forget is if you go back and watch Taker versus Kane at WrestleMania 14, you'll see there's a point in the match where the whole crowd is not watching them. They're looking off to the side of the arena as right behind where me and my brother were sitting. There was an actual legit fist fight. Up oh, no. Near, sure. Oh yeah. Right up near us where uh, you would go out to, you know, the concession stands and whatnot. <laughs> These two guys were just, going at it dude the security and like actual cops came in and dragged them out so go back and check it out you'll know what i'm talking about there is a point where no one's watching that match because they're all looking at that so good old fist of cuffs on the side that's my takers points i mean aside from the crap matches that he unfortunately had to have like giant gonzalez you know back in that day where he couldn't even use his finisher who cares um, but otherwise, the only other one I was kind of not that keen on was what was that handicap match they did at Mania one year? It was like um, Tenso, whatever the hell he was called. Al- Prince Alberto and somebody. 
fought oh. Taker in a handicap match. It was uh, Prince Albert. Yeah. Thank Prince you. Albert and Al Snow. Was it Al Snow? No, it wasn't Snow. No, 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 no. I know it was yeah. Prince Albert because I saw... Yeah, Prince Albert was one of them, but either way, it was garbage. No one cared. That's why we can't remember. because Taker won. That's all I know. Taker won, so who gives a fuck? But, yeah. Um, but to wrap that up, 25, dude, you can't beat it. And 26 no. is a close Very shot. close second. WrestleMania 26, Michael's Taker Part 2 was fucking awesome. But 25 was one of those. You'll never forget where you were when you were watching that match. You'll never forget when you saw that match. You know, it was phenomenal. <laughs> Rest easy. <laughs> yeah. That's the take or take. That's the take or takes, folks. I think that's going to wrap it up for us tonight. Unless I'm missing um, something. Yeah, you are, buddy. Oh, what the fuck? We did advertise. We had one more segment here. What is that segment? The Our best produce. live events we have ever been oh. lucky enough to witness. <laughs> or are you getting too old for us, buddy? You tapping out or what? No, I'm not tapping out. <laughs> I got to uh, head upstairs momentarily, though, for said crying child. Uh-oh. Well... I will. Uh, I'll run through my couple real quick because, you know, we used to travel and follow the WWF with the Raws and the Smackdowns quite frequently from Boston to Providence to Hartford to where we get them. The pay per views as well. Yes. Uh, my top one's got to be No Way Out. I think that was my only pay per view that I went to. Really? Uh, yep. And then my only ECW show with you and Kevin in Fall River. I'm pretty sure, though, you beat me on Raws, though. I think you've been to more Raws than I ever have. Yeah, I think Kevin and I started going to Raws before we connected with you in high school. Yeah, yeah. Because you guys saw, I'm pretty sure you guys got to see uh, the big show choke slam the rock through a table in Worcester or something like that. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And I Which, went to a few when I was in the one year I was in college when I was smart enough to be there. I went with my uh, couple of buddies out there and the ex douchebag. Um, but yeah, I got, I got to give it to the one ECW show I went to and no way out as my top two. When, what ECW show did you go with us to? Cause I, I went to so many, I don't even remember now. Uh, was it in fall river? Or it was Providence? in fall river. All right. And it was the veterans hall veterans hall. And it was the only part that I can, that really sticking out that might jog your stoner memory mm -hmm. is Tommy dreamer jumped on the rope in the gym and swung. Oh, I instantly know what, exactly what you're talking about. And he crushed my ankle because when, when he jumped off the rope, he landed on my ankle. <laughs> That's right, dude. Oh, my God. That's right. That's when Raven and Dreamer had uh, beaten the Dudleys for the ECW World Tag Team titles right before the Duds went over to WWE. And Tommy Dreamer, now I totally remember. Yeah, there was that big rope that was like hanging from the ceiling that was like somehow connected to the wall and he took it and was like, I'm going to ride this like yeah. Indiana Jones. <laughs> yes. That was, all right. That was, my, that was my one and only ECW show. Now, um, I know you've been to, aside from no way out, you've been to quite a few WWE shows. I've been to a lot of house shows, a ton of raws, a ton yeah. of smackdowns. Uh, it's so hard. I can't just, pick one because they kind of all merge and mesh together over time. 
But I mean, there was one raw where Kevin and I were there. I don't think you were there. Rod gone off the air, and Austin was just throwing beers to everyone, just stunning everyone for like a half an hour after Raw went off the air. Dude, all right. So I'm glad you mentioned that because there's a story I was hoping you were going to mention. Speaking of you and uh, Senior Ewing up at uh, Boston, seeing shows, you guys told me all about when. Um, not only, yeah, you are. Was it Worcester? Worcester. Stone Cold came out when you guys were waiting outside to see if you could get, get autographs, and you asked him why he wasn't drinking beer. No, I had asked him. Uh, he was hanging out by the by the loading docks where we go get our photo passes in Worcester. Yeah, at the stadium. Uh, okay. And, and Austin was hanging out there, and I was like. Austin, he's like, what? I'm like, you think Commissioner Michaels is gonna be here or something? He's like, no, that dumb son of a bitch isn't showing up tonight. <laughs> Cause he was so high. And then, <laughs> and then we're Kevin and I are sitting there, and we see X Pot come running, and then Road Duck comes like, hey, this is a story I wanted you to tell. Yes, please. And he, we see X Pot run out, and he's probably going to do shoot a porn real quick. Um, <laughs> God. <laughs> and then Road Dog comes out, like, hey, anyone seen X Pot? And Kevin and I are like, yeah, he went that way. He's like, oh, and he took off. Yeah, he literally walked right by him, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, those were good Dog times. On a leash. Yeah, back when they were, well, majority of them were high as kites. Those were the days. <laughs> I mean, there are lots of stories. I mean, stuff of Kevin and I getting thrust beer and soda cans thrown at us for hating on the rock and oh well you and i and kevin all rock the uh rocky suck shirts did we not at no way out mm -hmm. yeah we got a lot of heads turning in on that one and then when wow. wwe started going pg we couldn't bring our rocky suck signs in anymore yeah how lame was that dude when they started censoring signs like, like you can't bring your sign in it says sucks but i mean granted there are certain ones that should be banned um I, I it's horrible to bring up but it is an actual fact i don't know if you saw it was quite a few years ago back now but there was a if you go on youtube you look it up um you will see there's actually a person that was sitting in the raw audience with a sign that had a fucking swat sticker on I it saw that. yeah dude how fucked up was that right like whoo <laughs> so I mean, I guess there's a reason for certain signs being censored, obviously, but that one really crossed the line. But yeah, Rocky sucks. I mean, come on. Sorry, we were going against your gimmick. So, oop de doo. Um, <laughs> so, for me, I'll just tell you real quick. I mean, because I could go on all day about this. Um, 1996 Melody 10. I got to see Owen Hart versus Hunter Hurst. Uh, Curtsy Helmley. Helmley, dude. I saw Vader versus Psycho Sid. Um, yeah, um, what was it? Otto Montoya, later known as Just Incredible, who was managed at the time by Jake the Snake Roberts, took on none other than the kind of unknown at the time to the WWF audience, Stone Cold Steve mm -hmm. Austin. Yes, sir. I also saw uh, Spark Plug Holly. Take on uh, Justin Hawk Bradshaw, and in the main event, dude, it was pretty sick. Undertaker versus Mankind in no hold bards match at the Melody Tent at the freaking Cape Cod Melody Tent guy. Wow, that was pretty neat. Um, as I mentioned before, I don't have to get 
too detailed into this. Yes, I went to WrestleMania 14 and it was awesome. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all I got to say about that. Um, there's really, I mean, I've been to some great shows. Um, I could sit her all night talking about it. No way out. I'm glad you mentioned that when we got to go see uh, Foley and um, Triple H and Hell in a Cell. That was amazing. Um, pretty sure that's the only time I actually saw Chris Benoit live in person. Um, and that was actually the first time I got to see Jericho live in person. So that was pretty cool. But um, for me, it's all the ECW shows I went to back in the day. I couldn't even name one. I've been to pay-per-views. I've been to house shows. I've been to so many. The one in particular that I have to mention, though, was at the old Veterans Hall in Fall mm-hmm. River. And the old the old days, man, it was so cool. The ECW guys were the best. They would go out of their way after the show to make sure the fans got the autographs, pictures, whatever the case. They were all so nice. I actually met Sid Vicious at one point, uh, one of the only times, or one of the, actually the only time I ever saw him. But after it's all said and done, like I met the Dudleys again, Tommy Dreamer for like the second time, Balls, you name it. My number one was Rob Van Dam. Mm-hmm. I knew that was coming. Because I was a senior in high school and I smoked weed with Rob Van Dam. That actually happened. And there are other people. There's three in particular. I won't name any names. Don't worry, guys. But um, actually, one of a one of them is unfortunately no longer with us. But um, yeah, it happened. I smoked weed with Rob Van Dam and it was right up there with losing my virginity. It was one of the greatest nights of my fucking life. So. <laughs> ah, see, Pops Ghostly knows me very well. Yes, RVD. Actually, it wasn't a joint, though. It was a bowl, and I kept that bowl forever. It was officially dubbed the RVD Bowl. We just happened to meet him, got an autograph, and my friend Ross was like, hey, I'll mention Ross's name because he's no longer with us. But he just whipped out some weed and was like, hey, RVD, you want to smoke? And Van Dam is like signing his shit. And he looks up and he's like, really? And we're like, yeah, are you really? Because is this really going to (laughs) happen? And so, like, dude, it was so cool. He told um, the security guards from ECW to, like, tell the cops that were there to, like, tell the other kids to go away. And so... We showed him, you know, it was legit. We had weed. And he was like, all right, so meet us outside. Uh, we'll meet you out, or I'll meet you outside in like 10 minutes or whatever. And we're like, okay. And we go outside, and I'm thinking to myself, no fucking way, dude. He's not going to come out here. There's no chance. True to his word, 10 minutes later, who comes out but Rob Van Dam. Yes, and I uh, packed bowl after bowl for him because why wouldn't I? <laughs> Obviously. So that for me was, you know, that, uh, although I will say WrestleMania is tied with it too, because I got to see Stone Cold win the fucking WWF title over Shawn Michaels. And I got to see Cactus Jack and Terry Funk or Chainsaw Charlie, if you will, take Mm -hmm. out the New Age Outlaws for the tag team titles, at least for one night. Yes. Well, that's going to do it for me. Because I have yeah. to go tend to people's. Well, Look at that. We officially came under two hours. Look at that. Uh, mm-hmm. Next week, we will uh, 
look at wrestling attire for each other. Yeah, this is going to be fun. <laughs> and then uh, we'll think of another topic to come up with, but that's going to do it for us tonight. Thank you, everybody, for joining. Please go like, share, subscribe to the YouTube channel, to the Facebook page. Uh, go check out Amy Young Photography, HelenEntertainment.com. Uh, Jack Torrance's OnlyFans site where you can purchase his feet pictures for only $4.99 plus shipping and handling. Come get some. And uh, that's going to do it for me, Nighthawk and Jack Torrance. Thank you. See you next Tuesday. See you in your dreams. <laughs>